Welcome to the Amen Always radio broadcast with Derek and Frida Stevens. Tune in to hear the prophetic word as it goes forth. So today we're talking from the series called Glass of Water. This is a series that's going to teach us about the importance of freeing ourselves from past hurts, letting go of pettiness, unhealthy relationships, and helping others to get free. The longer that you hold on to hurts, pains, unforgiveness, pettiness, childhood issues, the longer you hold on to unhealthy relationships, the more it hurts. In the end, you end up hurting yourself. And so many believers are going through trials and tribulations now. Some even are having physical issues as a result of things that they have not let go of. God wants you to be free. Some of you are standing in prayer lines waiting for God to heal you of something that your body has produced as a result of stress. You know, one of the tests that they give you when you go to the doctor's office for a physical is a cortisone test. And they check your cortisone level. And the cortisone is a chemical in your body that it is produced and is heightened whenever your body is under physical stress. Stress can cause you to have all kinds of physical problems from high blood pressure, heart attacks, strokes. It can have a detriment on your entire body. So the longer you hold on to pain, the more it hurts you. And in the end, you're hurting yourself more than that situation. Our focal scripture for this series, Glass of Water, is found in the life of Joseph and his brothers and over in Genesis chapter 37. Now, many people, when, we th- when they think about Joseph, they think about Potiphar's house. They think about Joseph's dreams. And they think about how God used Joseph, how he predestined Joseph to help save his family and many other people during a famine that, would, that was to come. When you think about Joseph, you think about the coat that his father created for him and made for him. And you think about how his brothers sold him into slavery. But so many times you forget that in order for Joseph to be Joseph and to walk in the things that God had set for Joseph to walk into, he had to have his brothers hate him. And a lot of people miss that. A lot of people miss the significance of his brothers to his life. So let's look over in Genesis chapter 37, starting at verse three. It says, now Israel loved Joseph more than any of his other brothers because he had been born to him in his old age and he made robe for him. When his brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them, they hated him and could not speak a kind word to him. Joseph had a dream and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said to them, listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright while your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed down to it. His brother said to him, do not intend, do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule us? And they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he had said. Then he had another dream and he told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, I had another dream and this time the sun and moon and 11 stars were bowing down to me. When he told his fathers as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, 
What is this dream you had? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind. People make some of the strangest decisions based on a glass of water. Did you know that water can change the course of your life? The lack of enough drinking water can kill you. Unclean water. Drinking unclean water can kill you. And yes, carrying around a glass of water for too long can cause physical, mental, and emotional pain. So how does that relate back to Joseph and his brothers? Our series is titled Glass of Water. How does that relate to everyday life? Something as simple as a glass of water. Water is essential. It's an ingredient that is essential to sustain life. You cannot get through life without a sufficient supply of water. That's our natural bodies. In the spirit realm, as well as emotionally, everyone has had their share of water. What does that mean? In this case, water is indicative of pain, of suffering, of conflict or hurts. And it's impossible to get through life without it. So here in our focal scripture, when we read in Genesis chapter 37 about Joseph and his brothers, we see that Joseph was only 17 years old at the time. And when Joseph had the dream and his brothers already hated him because their father Israel loved him more than them. So from the very beginning, Joseph was set up to be hated to be envied by his own brothers. That was Joseph's water. Now let's take a look at an analogy that um, I've learned in regards to a glass of water. And it goes, a psychologist walked around a room while teaching stress management to an audience. As she raised a glass of water, everyone expected that she'd ask, is the glass half empty or half full? But she didn't ask that question. Instead, she asked, how heavy is this glass of water? Some people said eight ounces. Some people said 16 ounces. Others said 20 ounces. She replied, the absolute weight of the glass does not matter. What matters is how long I hold it. If I hold this glass for one minute, it's not a problem. If I hold it for an hour... I'll have an ache in my arm. If I hold it for a day, my arm will feel numb and paralyzed. In each case, the weight of the glass doesn't change, but the longer I hold it, the heavier it becomes. The stresses and worries in life are like that glass of water. Think about them for a while and nothing happens. Think about them a bit longer and they begin to hurt. And if you think about them all day long, you will feel paralyzed and capable of doing anything. So it's important to remember to let go of your stresses, your pains, your hurts from the past and even the present. Let them go as quickly as you can. Put your burdens down and don't allow them to be carried longer than necessary. Don't carry them through the evening and into the night. Don't carry these burdens year after year after year. 
month after month after month, week after week after week, day after day after day. Remember to put the glass down. And keep in mind, let's be clear here. Let's start from the very beginning. The glass of water in Joseph's case, just like in everyday life, is intended to hurt. Joseph's brothers hated him. They were jealous of him. They envied him for more than one reason. One reason, because Israel loved them more, loved him more than them. The second reason is because Joseph was gifted by God and he knew it. He had a dream. He had a prophetic call on his life, a mantle on his life that his brothers did not have. So his brothers hated him and they wanted to hurt him. So that glass of water, make no mistake, was intended to hurt. There are things that the enemy has brought in your life that were there to hurt you. By no means will I suggest that the glass of water was not intended to hurt. It was intended to hurt. See, the enemy's tactics are intended to steal and to kill and destroy. The scripture tells us in John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. The word steal means to take another person's property without permission or legal right and without intending to return. So when the thief, the Bible says, comes, he comes to take your personal property without permission or legal right and without intending to return. The enemy comes to try to take your joy, to try to take your peace, to try to take your health, your prosperity, your relationships with your children, with your, your spouse, your relationships with people in the community. The enemy comes to steal those things that God has predestined for you and blessed you with. So you have to keep in mind, God has promised blessings for you. And receiving those is only part of the battle. Maintaining and keeping them is the other part. Because if it wasn't important to maintain, safeguard, and keep those blessings, then there wouldn't be a, a reason to guard yourself from the enemy's attack to steal those blessings. Remember, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. To kill, the word kill means to put an end to or cause the failure or defeat of something, cause the death of a person, animal, or other living things. So the enemy, if you see the scripture, the thief, he comes only for three reasons, steal, kill, and destroy. That means if he can't steal it, he'll kill it. If he can't kill it, he'll destroy it. The word destroy means put an end to the existence of something by damaging it or attacking it. To ruin someone emotionally or spiritually. To defeat someone utterly. So to understand the, the attack that Joseph, that everyone is under at some point in their life. You must understand the intention behind it. The intent is to steal and to kill and to destroy Make no mistake about it, Joseph's brothers intended to kill, steal, and destroy out of jealousy and envy. 
Many times we go through situations in life and we're under attack from people and we can't understand why. Somewhere in there, you're having a Joseph and his, his brother's moment. There are people that have risen against you out of jealousy and envy. And there is no other motivation. In this case, it wasn't a serpent. It was his very own brothers. Imagine the betrayal and the hurt to have love for your, your natural brothers, but they not love you back. Imagine the hurt and the betrayal that Joseph felt emotionally for his brothers to want to steal, kill, and destroy him. Let's look over at Genesis chapter 37, verse 28. It says, so when the Midianite merchants came by, his brothers pulled Joseph out of the cistern and sold him for 20 shekels of silver to the Ishmaelites who took him to Egypt. Joseph was his father's favorite and they knew it. He had a prophetic gift. He had dreams and visions from God and he was predestined by God, predestined by God to save his family. So imagine the hurt and the pain that he felt. Joseph's brothers were motivated by jealousy, envy, and strife. They wanted to kill him at first. And then they decided, let's sell him into slavery. By selling him into slavery, they were stealing his relationship with his father because he was not physically present to have a relationship with his father. And so they thought they could steal his father's affection from Joseph by preventing his father from having the continual relationship with Joseph. And they ultimately made the father believe that Joseph had died, thus trying to steal his affection. They were also attempting to destroy Joseph and ultimately attempting to destroy his destiny which were the dreams that Joseph had before he was sold into slavery by his own brothers. So the attack, the glass of water, was intended to kill, steal, and destroy. It was intended to hurt you. But watch what happens next. It was intended to last forever. That's the plan of the enemy. See, the enemy's tactics are intended to be permanent, final, or last forever. Joseph's brothers did not expect him to survive. They didn't intend for him to survive. They intended for him to endure hardship and pain and ultimately be killed. The plan of the enemy, steal, kill, and destroy. That's his only reason for coming. So the attack that you are under, the attack that you're facing, it is intended to last forever by your enemy. The enemy wanted Joseph to be killed or even to take his own life. There's situations that the enemy will send to you and will rise up against you through people that if the enemy had his way, he would cause you to take your very own life. That's why the enemy comes against your mind. That's why holding on to a glass of water hurts, pains, too long can ultimately kill you because it begins to affect you emotionally and mentally in ways that you've never been affected before. I feel in the sound of my voice, there are people right now that are dealing with things emotionally and their thoughts going through your head that you've never had before. There's depression that's trying to creep its way in. 
and you've never felt depression before, you're wondering where did all of these thoughts come from? That's because you're walking around carrying a glass of water too long. Physically try it. Pick up a glass of water and literally hold it in your hand and just walk around your house for 30 minutes, never putting that glass down. Your whole physical body will be impacted just from holding a eight ounce glass of water too long. So much more holding on to hurts from the past, childhood wounds, unhealthy relationships, pettiness, things that people have said and done to you that at the end of the day are extremely insignificant to who God called you to be. Holding on to them too long is like walking around your house with a glass of water in your hand, never putting it down. The impact is greater than the weight of the glass. God intends for you to have life. And if it was not so, he would not have said it in his word. He said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. If it was God's intention for Joseph to be killed or destroyed by his brothers, then he never would have given him the dreams and the visions of a future. See, God intends for us to have a future. He has a plan for our lives and he wants to prosper us. And he has shown those plans to us. So if it was his intent for us to be overtaken and destroyed by our current situations or even bad situations from the past, then he would have never shown us a vision for the future. But so many times people are, are taking pills for depression and they're finding themselves running around looking for a counselor and things of that because they're dealing with emotional pain the emotional pain of carrying a glass of water. Something as simple as a glass of water. Brother and sister, sip that water and put the glass down because you're only hurting yourself. God intends for you to live and not die. The reason why God intended for you to live through this situation is because he has a greater plan for you. See, Joseph's brothers were a part of the plan. Believe it or not, you can't be accepted by everyone. You can't be approved by everyone. Everyone will not like you. And for Joseph, the most important people in his life, his brothers, who should have valued him, who should have loved him, did not. Imagine the pain that Joseph felt at 17 years old. Imagine the pain at any age for your own flesh and blood to sell you into slavery. For the people that you love to turn their back on you and to walk out, to leave you for dead. Imagine the emotional pain from that. Not just the physical pain, but the emotional pain of being rejected and abandoned by the people that you love that should love you. So many times people are still dealing with childhood hurts, even as an adult. Memories from childhood hurts, being abused and molested, being beaten physically, domestic violence in the home, sexual assault, being exploited as a child. And even as an adult, years later, memories come back that intrude your life during the day. Carrying a glass of water too long will only hurt you. 
It is a decision that you make. Look at the life of Joseph. Eventually, Joseph was placed in prison. If we continue to read the scripture in Genesis chapter 37, if we go further down, we'll see that eventually Joseph ended up in prison. Now, keep in mind, Joseph never did anything wrong to end up in prison. He never did anything wrong to be sold into slavery. He never did anything to his brothers. They completely did it all out of jealousy and envy and strife. They did it to steal and to kill and to destroy. It was completely the plan of the enemy. And one of the tricks of the enemy is to play with your mind emotionally and make you feel like you did something to deserve it. I want you to close your eyes and say right now, to say out loud, I did nothing to deserve this. It was not my fault. And then the next thing you need to say is that it was not God's plan. Because those are two things that the enemy will send towards you to trick you. And oftentimes the enemy will use other people who may mean well, but just don't know what they're talking about. I've had in my own personal life, people come to say to me, well, if you had just done this, then they would have never done that. That's not true. There are people that get attacked and, and, and molested and abused every single day of the week, every day of the week. And then there's always that misguided idiot. Yes, I said idiot. That'll come along and say, well, had you had gone home this way, you never would have been attacked. There are people that will always blame the victor instead of the perpetrator. So say out of your own mouth, I did nothing to deserve this. Because as you say that, you begin to set yourself free. So you have to make a conscious decision to put the glass of water down. You have to make a conscious decision not to carry the glass of water any longer. Because the longer you carry that water, the more you hurt yourself. I challenge you, pick up a glass of water, fill it all the way up. Pick up a glass, fill it all the way up with water and literally walk around for 30 minutes with it, never putting it down. Walk around for one hour with it, never putting it down. Walk around for two and three and four and five and six hours all day long, 24 hours, weeks, months, years. Some of you are carrying a glass of water for things that happened to you when you were 12 years old. I remember when I was 12 years old, I had stayed home for school one time. And this was at an age where, you know, 12 year olds, 13 year olds, you know, they skip school. <laughs> when we first were learning how to skip school and I was a straight A student in elementary school. So 12 years old, I stayed home from school. And I remembered one day, uh, my older sister, I have two older sisters. Uh, one is deceased, but two older sisters. But the one that's directly over me uh, was involved in some, you know, illegal activity at the time. And this is before I understood that the Holy Spirit would speak to me audibly. I knew the Holy Spirit would speak to my heart, but this is before I really understood. I was 12 years old, so I really didn't understand. And I was getting ready to leave the house to go to the store because I wanted to buy something from the store. I had $2. $2 at 12 years old was a big deal, especially in our neighborhood because you can go get a lot of stuff for $2. So I had $2 and I wanted to go get something from the store. And I remember clearly as day, as if it were yesterday, and I walked out of my bedroom and I was getting ready to walk past my sister's room to go out the front door. I had grabbed my key and a voice told me, go get that knife. And I went and I grabbed the knife out of my sister's drawer that I ordinarily would not have known was there. 
because she was involved in um, activities that you would have thought she would have had it with her. For whatever reason, this must have been the extra one. She had it in her drawer. So I grabbed it out of her drawer and I grabbed it and I stuck it in my pocket, walked out the door, didn't think anything of it. Walked to the same store that I've always walked to up until that point for the past uh, three, four years. They didn't have what I wanted at the store. I decided to go to the gas station, which was a little bit further. Went to the gas station, walked on the way back. And this feeling came over me that something was dramatically wrong. And I remember as though it were yesterday, as I was walking back, I looked to the side and I caught the guy just in time. And I caught this man sticking his gun in a newspaper and putting it in his pants as he started to follow me. He literally followed me the equivalent of a mile and got closer and closer. At the very last minute, just before it was too late, someone in the neighborhood walked out of their door and screamed, Frida, what are you doing home from school? And God spared my life. Now I say that to say that that was many years ago, but I will never forget that moment. I will never forget that day. And there have been other things that happened in my life prior to that and ultimately after that scenario where it wasn't, it didn't go the way that I needed it to go. However, carrying a glass of water, I've never seen that man since then and I'll never see him again. So many people are carrying their glass of water. It could be a traumatic event that happens in your life. It could be something that a loved one did to you, a family member did to you. It could be unhealthy relationships in your adult life. It doesn't even have to be a traumatic event from childhood. It could be things that happen in your adult life, in your teenage life. When I was 18 years old in college, I noticed that there was this guy that just kept paying a lot of attention to me. I didn't like him. I didn't think of him in any way other than another student in school, but he kept paying attention to me. One day he invited me over to study and it wasn't like when I was 12, it didn't go my way in that this particular time. I was assaulted at 18 years old in college. And I was so ashamed that I couldn't tell anybody about it. I couldn't even talk to my roommates. And I had three roommates at the time. I didn't even report it to the campus police. It took years before I would even say it to anyone carrying a glass of water. How many years are you going to carry your glass of water? Imagine physically walking around with a glass of water. See, God wants us to be free. The way that the Holy Spirit moves through me is to bring deliverance and healing to the hearts of people. This is not what you're going to hear in a typical church message because it speaks to the heart of the wounded and the hurting. It's up to you to put the glass down. Nobody can control how long you carry that glass of water but you. Thank you for tuning in to Amen Always Radio Broadcast with Derek and Frida Stevens. We pray that the Word of God has been a blessing to your life. To sign up for School of the Prophets, visit us at amenalways.org, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or to download any of our broadcasts, find us on SoundCloud. Amen Always on SoundCloud. Blessings.